0: Wow, uh, I, I I mean, wow, like I, I knew we were good, I knew we were really good, I don't know about you, I wasn't expecting to be in the SEC by 29, Ian Auburn. Hello everyone and welcome back to another edition of It's Always Sunny in South Philadelphia, I'm your host Riley Rich. Let's go! You yeah. Yeah. 1-0, that's another fly ball to center field. Garcia going back to the track. We made it gone! That one has enough distance to get at. We got the. you are listening to the It's Always Sunny in South Philadelphia podcast covering the Philadelphia Phillies, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Penn State Nittany Lions football team. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the host of IASFP, Riley Rich. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another edition of It's Always Sunny in South Philadelphia. Yet again, uh, I feel like I just did this. Not the uh, not. This past episode, like, the episode before, like, episode 23, where I had to, like, be in a hush tone. Well, gotta say, another late night recorded, so, uh, yeah, the the hush tone is back. Uh, uh, but welcome back, episode number 25 of season number 2. We are absolutely crushing it this year, and the crazy thing is, is we're only getting started, which is crazy. still have so many episodes to go, we might even double this by the end of the football year, but welcome back to It's Always Sunny in South Philadelphia. I'm your host Riley Rich. Today is a Penn State episode. You guys know that. Penn State today, uh, it's going to be very late, so the the 21st is what I'm considering today, and which is what will be released, probably like 10 o'clock on the 21st, but still, 21st, and then tomorrow, 22nd, is an Eagles episode about the Monday night win over the Vikings, and then Friday, the 23rd, very, very, very late episode about the Phillies. Uh, that's where I'll leave it. Uh, I'm so sorry that I, I know I told people on stream that I'd be making this on Sunday, and that now I'm waiting until Wednesday to make this episode. I wanted to clear it up that uh, I'll, I'll talk th- about this more in like a few months when we do the season 2 finale. But I honestly thought I had a sponsorship opportunity. And I wanted to wait until Monday. Uh, that didn't really work out. Uh, something wrong with the software. I submitted my repo- proposal, record my proposal, and everything. And it just didn't work out. According to the software, I, it was literally an extra day. And it said I had zero slots available. Even though I, d- I don't have any sponsors right now. Which is kinda silly. Uh but who knows, maybe I'll um maybe I'll be in contact with the company soon. Maybe I'll like actually like genuinely like reach out to them directly so that we can set it up. But either way, even if not, I'm hoping they come back for season three, which is where we're gonna start sponsorships, which I already ruined the finale. Great. But uh again, before we get started, make sure to follow and subscribe wherever you listen, whether that be YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcast. You guys know the word, rest. Wherever you get your podcast, I'd always I shouted out the pod or the YouTube people in a recent episode. I now want to give the love to people who listen to the actual podcast itself. Uh, i as I'm recording this, the day of, I realized that we hit eight hundred. Total plays on this podcast, which is amazing, which means we're growing. A hundred plays from the past two weeks alone. So we got, like, 52. These also, like, keep in mind, are also, like, just starts. So, like, most of the numbers I'm referencing are probably people who aren't even listening to me speak right now. Because we're already three and a half, like, three and a half, four minutes in. But, uh like, the people who actually retain and actually watch these episodes, you guys got me to 800. I'm going to set a goal right now. I want to see 1,000 plays by Thanksgiving. I'm going to set it off real easy because you guys got 100 the past two weeks. If we just keep doing that, then we'll have one by this time in October. But I'll give you guys an extra month. I'll go to, again, November 24th, on Thanksgiving, I want a thousand plays. That is, that is your goal, podcast people. And I can track literally everywhere. So, if you are like not on YouTube, you're fine. You're being, you're being accounted for. So, thank you for pitching in. I feel like it's just like three or four people just watch every episode. But even then, that would be awesome if we could hit that goal. Number one, number two. If you want merch like this, you guys know where to get it. Bonfire.com store slash dash merch also today I released sorry I released new merch today so I'll like I'll post to instagram after I do like the upload day uh, story but I have new merch and I'm gonna show it uh, below right now um as it's more for baseball people so if you're not a baseball person hang tight I'm doing another batch that's so gonna be for everyone. But uh, it's just, like, our, our, uh, our Fugaz1 font that we've been using for our logo and everything. Uh, hitting is a science. Pitching is an art. Love that. Uh, again, references a book. <laughs> G- gives you my thoughts about pitching. Uh, so I think it's really cool, obviously, because I designed it. So uh, that's up right now. Uh, bo- again, bonfire.com. Slash store. Slash dash merch for this. And I'll make another batch soon, or another design soon, so that everyone can enjoy it, not just baseball people. So, with all of this being said, we're already like six minutes in, because like taking account to the intro and stuff. With all this being said, let's begin. Starting with the the outcome of the game, the final score: number twenty two ranked Penn State Nittany Lions forty one to Auburn's twelve. I mean, I. I don't even like need to like read off stats and do game film, which I'm going to anyway. But this game was just so sad. Like I, I don't really get a their team, but like TJ Fidley has been quite terrible, or was quite terrible last week, and I think his first name's Robbie. That Ashford, Robbie Ashford, I think is his name. Scrambling type QBs, I like those more. I know they're not sustainable, but I really like those QBs in college. I got Oregon Transfer, played baseball as well. He's got speed for days, and he accounted for the only touchdown. Please start that kid. If you start Ashford, you might actually have success and win a few games. Just my humble opinion, but I don't know. Let's get into some Penn State stats. Starting, of course, with the quarterbacks like we always do, Sean Clifford. Went 14 for 19, 178 yards. Not the craziest game through the year. No touchdowns, no interceptions. Going back even. Uh, on the ground, 6 carries, 15 yards. He got a touchdown. We'll go over that later. He was he got the first one on the board and gave us our first lead. And he also technically caught a uh, a 25-yard pass. It was like a uh, a double pass. I don't, I don't think I'm going to show it, but it's like a double pass. Looking like... Took the snap, looked out right for the screen. And it was Keandre Lambert Smith who threw the pass back to the left side. Uh, Clifford had a ton of blockers. It actually, really worked out really well. So, uh, props to Mike Yerchik for uh, for that play call. But, uh, uh, but Clifford had a very solid uh, a solid game. Uh, not good, not bad. Again, like not Heisman worthy, but college football contended. Basically, sh- the microcosm of Sean Clifford. Uh, Drew Aller actually was able to get in the game, which is amazing because we played in SEC school. I find that hilarious. Aller went two for two with 29 yards. Again, not really a ton of playing time. He's making his reps work. Uh, again, we were carrying this game like Big Ten Rookie of the Week. Yet again, true freshman Nick Singleton. Ten carries, 124 yards, two touchdowns. I said this on stream I'm so excited for this kid to be in the backfield. Like the way he just explodes. Like I'll I'll show you on the touchdown run too. It wasn't even like that he like found a hole and just like kept going, which he did, but there was a defender like right near him and he had like the like the 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 end like sprint speed to just cut around him and like make his own separation, which is truly game changing, which is why Singleton's going to be a special kid. He, we're talking Barkley level here. I don't know if I, uh, sorry, set the precedent too high. But, I love Nick Singleton. And that, that's the takeaway there. Catron Allen had a very solid game as well. He had 9 carries, 52 yards, 2 touchdowns. Uh, Devin Ford actually had 7 carries in this game. Very weird. But he had 37 yards. Kevon Lee got 4 carries, 18, uh, out of that, very solid. Uh, Brett Strange led the way offensively. Again, tight end option. Very solid. She has the lead offensively. He had six catches for 80 yards. Parker Washington, the slot man, four starts for 58. Mitchell Tinsley, 347. 47. Leah, or no, that's Sean Clifford. I, I wrote down his Clifford. I instantly thought receivers in Leah, but. One catch for 25, KLS with two catches for 60 yards, and Devin Ford had six yard catch as well. And then we get into the defense. I'm so sorry. The offense was so well was functioning so well. But I gotta give credit to former Miami head coach Manny Diaz and his defense over the last three weeks, especially this past week. Abdul Carter with a monster games rushing off the edge. Jair Brown, I think got big ten defensive player of the week. And I think he also like got like a the like the Bunnerick Award for like National Defensive Player of the Week. He was awesome. Loved him. Adiza Isaac was getting there for tackle with uh, three TFLs and a sack. Adiza Isaac with a huge breakout game. Curtis Jacobs, Dave Mayune Robinson, Denise Dennis Sutton, they all had sacks in this game. And yeah, like you said, Isaac with three TFLs Carter, Brown, Tyler Elsden, Jacobs, Robinson, Denise Sutton, uh, Vandenberg, I mean, most of them came from sacks, but they all have a tackle for loss. It's an amazing stat to have. Uh, and then Dominic DeLuca and Marquise Wilson with half of a tackle for loss as well. And then, like, Abdul, Carter, and Caleb King, both deflected the passes. Uh, Zaki Wheatley and Jair Brown had interceptions. We'll definitely be talking about those. And Jonathan Sutherland and Robinson. Each picked up a fumble, so very solid over there on the defensive side. Solid is very, un- uh, very much an understatement. Excellent job by the defense. Uh, Jake Pinniger, two for two on field goals, five, five extra points. I think he actually like one of those two was like a 51-yarder. Very solid kick by Pinniger. And then uh, Amore has action in this game. I know it was surprising when I looked back at the box score, but he had three punts for 129 yards. Very surprising to me. I didn't think we were going to move up that much because I think, like, like basically like a win is a win in my book. Like, BNC by 29 is awesome, but we also, like, everyone above us, like, Texas rounded U- UTSA. Ole Miss, I believe, like, shut out. I forget who, were there, who they were playing. Maybe Wake For- No, not Wake Forest. But Ole Miss, like, shut out. I think it was Georgia Tech, actually. And they, like, shut him out. I did not think we were moving up high. We went from 22 to 14. And again, I'm going to say this. Central Michigan is next week. Basically the same level as Ohio. I believe they're both back. Then we start conference play with Northwestern, a bye week, and then number four, Michigan. <laughs> Sorry. If we could somehow beat Michigan, work our way up to Ohio State, Maybe take a loss against Ohio State. If we beat both of those teams, then we're going to the Big Ten Championship and going for a national title. If we beat Michigan and or Ohio State, I honestly think right now that the college football playoff might be two SEC teams and two Big Ten teams. Like Georgia, the like whoever wins the Big Ten East, and then like Alabama, and then whoever comes second. They're not playing the Big Ten championship, but I believe they're going to still show up. So, and uh, for the sake of time, because we are already like 15 minutes into this episode, we're going to cut now to some game film. And we are back now with some game film. Uh, I mean, I'm I already spent so much time before game film that I'm honestly just going to roll right into it. Second down, 3-0 game, four and a half minutes on the clock. There's a nice close-up of Clifford. Strange is your tight end, blocking formation. Two receivers at the top, two receivers on the bottom, including the running back. I believe that is Ford out there. And Clifford is just going to keep it himself. Finds a lane through the middle. You have these three guys collapsing. and And number one, just decides to dive at him, completely missed. And that is how uh, that is how Penn State gets on the board. We're gonna jump ahead here. This right here. Gonna, I'm gonna play like two minutes of uninterrupted like video. Cause this is all like this is when Penn State shined. 30 goal. Receiver at the top. I should know it's Tinsley. Strange in, a, again, blocking formation. Parker Washington at the bottom of the screen. Allen in the backfield. Tinsley's going to be in motion here. goes behind, behind. Fakes out the corner. Strange just barely gets over at the last second. You have the the C gap right here. No, the, the B gap, whatever. Right through here. Nice little running lane. Even I can see that. Actually, the um whoever's on the left side this left end here kind of like beat beat the lineman to the inside so Allen just bounces it out out wide and finds a rushy lane in. That made it fourteen to six. Then we get back to Auburn here, who's got like a bit of a bit of time. They make a nice play. Oh, I forgot! Wow, I'm I'm actually so sad. Sorry. There's a pass over the middle. It is caught. <coughs> it is caught. Ball is forced to free. Sutherland recovers. Gives Penn State extra possession with a minute left. Now crashing down low. Here's Carter. Here, who's gonna force the ball free? And Sutherland. Is like the third guy on it. He falls on it, and it is Penn State ball. You then have a really nice run right here again. Like one receiver at the top, one receiver on the bottom. Tight ends are set up nicely. Nick Singleton, look at the way he just explodes. Well, we'll get to it on his longer touchdown, but he gets his one all the way down to to the four, and then you have another play here on second and goal. You have Warren as the tight end in motion here. Two tight end set. Both basically in the back. Second and goal. Clifford's going to hand it off. Singleton, this corner here, completely misses. Wide open lane. He just has to dive forward. And he's in. Touchdown, Penn State. And then Finley, under more pressure. The ball is forced free yet again. It is picked up. Just a solid play. Just the defensive line scared him like right out of his right out of his wits. Jair Brown forced the fumble there with his contact. Trying to look through my notes. And then Damian Robinson made the recovery. Back a wide. There's Tinsley. He makes a catch, he goes out of the bounds. That's the end of the of the run of great plays. But very solid. And then we jump ahead again here. To Thirty goal for Auburn again, twenty four to six. They basically need to get points on the board. Deep play, Jair Brown with the interception. I believe that was a curl route from the receiver at the top. They had one at the top, two on the bot, two on the bottom. I believe this is just a very long curl route. Or if it was like some sort of post, either way, very poorly thrown by Fiddly. Let me see if there's like any pressure. There's a, there's a little bit of pressure, but nothing too crazy. And Brown makes the pick, gets his way out of bounds, and then skipping ahead a little bit more. Right here, also amazing, three for three possessions and touchdowns. 100% red zone efficiency. You got a second down. Look at this wide open hole for KTron Allen. Even I can see that. He even has to like push his way forward for a little bit, but that is just a wide open hole. The defensive line just, or the O line paving that way. O line dominated D line, or Penn O line dominated Auburn's defensive line the whole game. The whole game. Play action here. He's just gonna take this one for first down. This is the this is the new quarterback that's Ashford on the field. See how explosive he is. Imagine if they kept him in the whole game. Then Auburn would actually have some sort of success this year. And the last play, which is probably one of my favorite plays, again, a nice close up there of Clifford. He's gonna hand the ball off. Quarter linebackers are collapsing. Singleton is just gonna find room again through the o line. Breaks away. My favorite part. This is what makes Nick Singleton so special. He has a defender right here. This defender is closing in on him, but Singleton has like the raw athletic ability, the raw talent, just to go straight around him and burn him like toast. It is just a sight to behold. He just goes right past him. And it's an amazing thing. So that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, Make a great win for Penn State. Again, Central Michigan next week. Make sure to follow and subscribe to wherever you listen. And for those who can see me in the little tiny corner of the screen, hello. And uh, you will be seeing those right now. And remember, even if... I'm not even going to mention the fact that Penn State could still, in theory, lose to Central Michigan, even if we lose to both Michigan and Ohio State. Even if, like, we do not, like, make it to year six this year or, like, live up to the potential feed, number 14. Even if we have to wait until next year for greatness, or, God forbid, after the hour era. Keep your heads high. Because it's always sunny in South Philadelphia. I will see you guys for the Eagles episode next week.